The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Thursday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yao and I am joined by Mo Patton and the lustrous potentate coach Mike on the controls. Lawson Smith, the intern, sitting in with us this morning. Happy to have you. Everyone in the room and also everyone out in Radio Land. Appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. As we are jam-packed today. Jam-packed. I got uh, there's so much stuff on this on this schedule that I, I mean, if we get to all of it, I'll be surprised. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's up? How's everybody doing? Everybody sleep good last night? I did. Well, Wells could be expected. Yeah, uh, I got, I got some pre-sleep sleep. Mm, that's yeah. always I, I a say. Good. That's that's fine. I, I fell asleep on the couch last night. <laughs> that's positive. Got up and went to bed. So yeah, life's good. I, you know, Lawson, did you sleep okay? Um, yesterday I had a migraine all day, so uh, getting to sleep was difficult. But now that I'm awake again. I'm give you a migraine. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be a hangover. There'll be a hangover this afternoon, more than likely. Probably, but I'll I'll take a nap. Give you a migraine (laughs) life hack. Just try it. It may not work for you, but it works for Sarah. McDonald's chicken nuggets, fries, and Coke. All right. I don't know what it is about that particular setup. Maybe it's the caffeine from the Coke. I think. I think part of it's the caffeine. But I also think part of it is whatever the heck is in their chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> but her migraine is typically immediately erased after eating chicken nuggets, fries, and Coke from, from McDonald's. So you just, know what? I'm just going to give it a try just to test it out. If it doesn't work, you still got chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> and fries. <laughs> I mean, it's a win-win. That's assuming you can keep them down. It depends on how your migraines work. Is the migraine gone is my question. Yeah. Okay, good. cool. I felt great today. Good. Good. He feels great. Yeah. He's getting a sideways look over here from Mo talking <clears throat> us talking about migraine. No, I, I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't still dealing with the migraine. That was my biggest concern. I, you know, because I'm told I, I, my my mom and my son both have dealt with or do deal with migraines, and they're not a lot of fun. Definitely so, not. Yeah. So, um, 
we got a Glad lot. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Thanks. Let's see. Who's commented on us this morning? Probably Sarah. She said it's worked for me for years. A stranger told me that, and I thought she was crazy. So <laughs> you may think I'm crazy, but it can't hurt to try. That's all I'm saying. So I think it's crazy, but you know I don't have my grace. Sometimes crazy works. Well, good morning to everyone out there. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, we are live on Facebook and on WZYX down in Franklin County. And speaking of... Speaking of Franklin County, got some news coming from down that way. Um, So we had Mike Holt on, the former boys basketball and softball coach at Franklin County High School, I guess a couple months ago. It's been that long? I don't know if it's been that long. Whenever we we did the show on the porch, on the front porch. No tea. Probably in May. Early May. Okay. All right. Um, we have since spoken with the new Franklin County softball coach, Kelly Kennedy, on these same airwaves. Um, it was announced yesterday that Samuel Tarleton has been hired as the new boys basketball coach at Franklin County. He has a whole like college named after him. Don't think it's spelled the same. Yeah, oh, but okay. out, out in Texas, yeah, yeah. Which apparently... Samuel has no ties to Texas and very few ties to Middle Tennessee. But and there, yet. <laughs> but there are some folks who would be familiar with his name because his North Green boys basketball team defeated Richland in the Class A state quarterfinals back in March. Why are you trying to make Chad and Jason sad this morning? I'm not trying to make Jeez. anybody sad, man. I'm just stating that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they remembered the name as soon as they heard it. and. Jason probably going to want to schedule a game with him. Hey, I bet. <laughs> Just for some get back. But, um, no, Samuel Tarleton, again, um, native East Tennessean, as near as we can tell, um, played, basket, uh, played basketball and baseball at David Crockett, played baseball at Milligan, um, was an assistant baseball coach at Milligan, and – has been basketball coach at North Green for the past four years, going 107 and 36 with three district championships, two region championships, obviously this past year's state semifinal berth. Um, has also coached volleyball and was an assistant softball coach where the Lady Huskies advanced to the state tournament last week. So... And unfortunately ran into the bus, saw that it's Claire Woods. Well, they wouldn't have first. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, So, I'll I'll be interested to see if he's going to help with softball as well. With a new coach there. I mean, hey. But Samuel Tarleton from North Green is the new Franklin County boys basketball coach. Congratulations to them. Got, Got new stuff happening all over. The coverage area. I mean, new basketball coach in, in in Franklin County. We got a new principal. Much awaited, <laughs> much anticipated new principal at Columbia Central as Kevin Eady was announced yesterday evening. Um, Kevin has a long background in 
Murray County Public Schools. Um, I think he was at Whitthorn. Well, let's see. He was assistant principal at Whitthorn. He's principal at McDowell Elementary, Riverside Elementary, Mount Pleasant Elementary, and E.A. Cox Middle okay, School. Okay, I need to correct that a little bit. That was Mount Pleasant Middle School that he was uh, – because I, I coached for him for two years over there. So that was – I, my wife noticed that when it when the when the presser came out last night, she said she kind of looked at me and goes, "Didn't he do the middle school?" So, well, that's what I get for right. reading the press release. Yeah, I was going to say it's, but I I know for a fact because he and I had several yeah, good I, talks. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm I, not, I think I'm it's not, a fantastic I, hire to tell you the truth. But uh, I worked, like I said, I worked with him for two years or for about a year and a half and stuff, and I, I really enjoyed my time under him. So. Most recently, Edie was the principal over at Hickman County for the past three years. So, um, spoke briefly with him last night. Spoke briefly with the director of schools, Michael Hickman. Hope to have a article on the website if I'm able to get it written and if I'm able to get it posted at sm-tnsports.com. But um, the one thing that Michael Hickman said was that Kevin Edie is a culture builder. And that was something that was very important during the search process to come up with successor to Roger White over at Columbia Central. So um, the plan is for Mr. Edie to join us in the second segment on tomorrow's show. Looking forward to that because strictly from an athletic standpoint, he's not supposed to start officially until July 1st, but He's got some things that need tending to a little bit more quickly than that, and he's well aware. And as far as athletics are concerned, this is a guy who was a three-sport athlete. Yeah, played on a um, state championship football team and a state semifinalist down at Moore County. Also played baseball over there, and, and I assume basketball if it was three sports at Moore County back in the – mid to late 80s because I'm not sure what else they would have had. So, yeah. yeah, Three-sport athlete, guy who understands the value and importance of athletics. So, yeah. so I'm sure he'll get on that, uh, those coaching searches pretty quick. If he's not already. (laughs) He he might have been before they got, before he got the job, just in case. So, looking forward to having him on with us during the 920 segment tomorrow. That would be awesome. And finally, uh, one more piece of coaching news as we uh, get ready to get out of this first segment. But uh, you mentioned here that uh, former football standout at Forest has taken a new job. Yeah, Slayton Wild, um, who went on to play collegiately over at um, Furman. Is that right? Furman, Wofford. One of those Southern Conference schools, and and I apologize for not getting that right, but I get those mixed up. <laughs> anyway, um, Slayton has joined the coaching staff at Gulf Shores. I've already hit him up. First for, of all, for a room. First of all, that's genius. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you got a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why yeah. not? 
Absolutely, yeah. Um, so he's going to be the running backs coach down there. What's interesting about this is in January, Gulf Shores High School hired Mark Hudspeth as their Huddy. head coach. Um, former H- UNA offensive coordinator. Former and UNA for- head coach, was he not? Was he? According to his Wikipedia. Then he may have been for a short period. From 02 to 08. Really? I thought he was the offensive coordinator. He may have been the head coach there. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, according to his wiki, he was head coach from 02 to 08. Now, I've already been burned by believing what I was reading <laughs> once this morning, so why not make it two? Um, he was also at Louisiana Lafayette, and most recently he was at Austin P. So, um, so Slayton's going to have the chance to kind of learn at the feet of you know, a guy with extensive collegiate experience. He was a assistant at Mississippi State on two occasions, Hudspeth was. So, had some success in the collegiate ranks and great first job, I would think, for, for a young guy like a Slayton Wild. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, and, and it's in Gulf Shores. I mean, if that's where you, if that's what you want to do. If you got to be somewhere, there's worse places to be. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Uh, We need to take a break, but before we do that, we also need to give you today's rundown. This is the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by Barry Coble from Crest Point Wealth Management. Uh, You can... Give her a call or a visit at 700 North Main Street. She offers personalized wealth management strategies for clients based on where you are in your financial journey. Like I said, go check her out. 700 North Main right here in Columbia. And securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Chris Point Wealth Management and Cambridge are not affiliated. In Wednesday night baseball, act, well, Wednesday baseball action at the major league level, Chicago defeat the Chicago Cubs defeated San Diego 6-1. It was the Mets 7, the Diamondbacks 6. The Orioles defeated Minnesota 6-3, Yankees 4, Tampa Bay 3, and the Blue Jays edged the Marlins 6-5. Uh, the Nationals defeated the Braves with a couple late runs, 5-3. It was Houston 2, Boston 1. Uh, the Colorado Rockies, 6, Texas, 3, the Dodgers, 14, Cardinals, 3, and the Athletics blank the Mariners, 6 nothing. In NBA playoff action on Wednesday night, it was the 76ers, 129, the Wizards, 112. The Hawks eliminated the Knicks, 103-89. It was the Jazz, 126, Memphis Grizzlies, 110, and the Mavs, 105, the Clippers, 100. In NHL playoff action, the Montreal Canadiens, a 5-3 winner over Winnipeg, and Colorado, a 3-2 winner in overtime over Vegas. Today's baseball action on television and on uh, radio at 11.20 a.m. on Valley Sports Southeast and our sister station WKRM 103.7. You can hear the Nationals and Braves. That first pitch again at 11.20, and that is when we will pick it up on WKRM. Also at 1.10 p.m., on ESPN Plus, the Red Sox and Astros will take the field. In NBA playoff action tonight, it'll be the Nuggets at Portland at 7 o'clock on TNT, followed by the Suns at the Lakers at 9.30, also on TNT. In Stanley Cup playoff action tonight, 
Boston plays at the New York Islanders at 6.30. That'll be on NBCSN. And Tampa Bay travels to, I'm sorry, Carolina travels to Tampa Bay for a 7 o'clock start on USA Network. And on ESPN, starting at 11 o'clock today, the Women's College World Series kicks off with James Madison taking on the top seed Oklahoma Sooners. Georgia will take on Oklahoma State, the number five seed, and that at eleven. At, I'm sorry, at one thirty. At six o'clock tonight, Alabama, the three seed, hosts eleven seed Arizona. Kind of, they're the home team anyway. And at eight thirty in the nightcap, it's Florida State, the number ten seed, taking on number two seed UCLA. And that is your Thursday rundown, brought to you by Barry Coble. All right, when we return, we're going to talk to Columbia Academy track and field coach, cross-country coach, uh, Brady Henson, as we just talked to him about all of the big things that CA track and field did, including three wins from his son, Connor, in uh, in events, in running events. So we will be right back on uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint from the Lee Company studio right after this. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint coming to you live from the lee company studio right here the home of wkom 1017 fm west 7th street looking mighty fine today we're supposed to have some rain but hopefully it'll just Dill. Uh, is it? It's you said it's later today. Yeah, around like I think I said saw like four or five p.m. But well, who knows? We'll take yeah. it. We'll take what we got right now. Not a big deal. We'll uh, see. If, we'll see if Columbia's dome holds up. Usually seems to be a dome over us that rain tends to scooter scoot around us at times. Well, I know there are some coaches who like that around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of coaches. Mm-hmm. We have one on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning and excited to be joined by Columbia Academy track and field coach Brady Henson, who helped his his Bulldogs to a uh, couple of state championships, well, 
three state championships at uh, the most recent spring fling. So we appreciate him joining us this morning. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I'm sure you guys are enjoying a little bit of a reprieve from all the spring fling activities. Still trying to recover, man. <laughs> as as I'm sure as I'm sure Connor is as well. He he is. He's actually uh, asleep right now still. So <laughs> he's enjoying a little a little rest today. That's for sure. Well, I think he's earned it. Um, as Chris mentioned, Connor. Um, Winning three events at the Division 2A State Track and Field Championships last Wednesday over at Rockvale, winning the 800, the 1600, and the 3200 meters. Um, and that's a triple that you don't see very often. I think my rudimentary, rudimentary research revealed Oakland's Brock Baker sweeping those events in 2013 at the um, AAA State Championships. And before that, um, Brentwood Academy's Andrew Bumbelo doing so at the D2 State Meet in 05. So basically, as far as I can tell, Connor was the third guy to pull this off in 16 years. And and that's kind of what my research found as well. Um, I, I, I think – I don't know if anybody other than those two that have ever done it, uh, which is, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. I mean, there's really no other way to describe it, but you know, and, and I, awesome. I think both those guys were seniors. Is that right? They were. And, and yes, sir. And if you, if you really want to like look at a body of work, uh, research Andrew Bumlaw and see what, what all he did after, after high school and was able to achieve, um, you know, he raced pro up until just a few years ago. So, you know, that's that's a pretty big, it's a pretty big comparison, um, and it's pretty fascinating to be honest with you. And, and like I said, both those guys did it, and then went on to the collegiate ranks. Um, you feel like something like this kind of puts a, a bullseye on Connor's back for next year, especially with the cross country state championship that he won back in the fall. Well, 100%. I mean, it's it's 100%. I mean, you know, it's, he was on folks' radar. I mean, I, I don't know how he could not have been, but I think it I think it just is magnified next year, and uh, and I think he'll be I think he'll be ready for the challenge. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia Academy Track and Field and Cross Country Coach Brady Henson. Um, Brady, as we talked Wednesday night after this 800 1632 meters uh, 3200 meters three almost completely different races not just from a distance standpoint but how you how you attack them and how you prepare for them and you know to to take on any one of those is a pretty big deal but again to try to to try to run all three of them in the period in the time span that you're dealing with in particular i would think it's a challenge it, it really was. And, you know, we had to really kind of game plan for every type of scenario that there would be that Connor would have to kind of go through. I mean, I really, you know, like you and I talked previously, I, I really was not a fan of him running the 32-meter uh, race uh, at the regional and or state. But the longer we kept looking at it, it looked like it was going to kind of, 
maybe work in our favor. But what we, you know, what you try to do is you try to figure out what the other teams are going to do, how they're going to approach the race, you know, where where their kids are going to race at at the at the state meet, and you try to find some sort of, you know every scenario that there is and you go over it with with your runners and sometimes it works out and sometimes it's a complete and total disaster um but everything last wednesday works works kind of perfectly to a plan and it it doesn't work that way all the time but it, it did it did wednesday and i'm I'm thankful for our research that we did for the Millers and their research that they did. And we kind of, we put together probably five different scenarios and, and um, the one that we had hoped for kind of turned out to be it. So the 1600 was a, was not as big a challenge as we had thought, which means he saved some energy. The 800 was much more of a challenge than what we thought. Um, And then the 3200 kind of, played right into what we had hoped that it would go out slow and, and end a little quick and, and it worked to Connor's advantage. Connor ran a four minute, 24.15 second time in the 1600. That was his first race of the day. Um, finished two seconds ahead of Trace Alexander, a battleground Academy in the 800. That was his second race. He ran a one fifty five point three nine, about a second and a half, roughly ahead of, University School of Nashville's Neil Narayan. Narayan. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's a challenge just saying it. And then in the 30, 32, um, he won by seven or eight seconds over Harding Academy's Andy Hinton running a 953.96. And what I thought was fascinating, Brady, was talking to Connor afterward. You know, he said he, he couldn't really celebrate the 800 or the 1600 because he had another race to get ready for. So, yeah, I, it's fun, but it's, you know, on to the next thing, I guess. It is. It, it really is. I mean, after the 1600, you know, we came back and uh, started working on drying all our shirts and shorts and whatnot for the 800. And then the 800 was, a you know, was a pretty well pretty good rain um and as soon as he got off the podium he had to walk over to the check-in tent for the 3200 he had about five minutes at the check-in tent and then they walked him across the field to get ready to go run the 32 wow that's (laughs) i'll tell you if you didn't think what he did was impressive that that should certainly help you i mean i it's it's really impressive to think how dominant he's been all year long and i I mean in every event he's run it just feels like he was the guy everybody was chasing and to know he's just a junior that just that's insane have you guys um have you guys decided you know is he going to do the same thing next year uh is he going to try to repeat that uh, absolutely, yeah. No, we haven't. Our 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 goals are, are the same as they were this year. You know, we want to go back, and 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 he wants to clearly defend his titles and and everything that he did this year. So, um, yeah, no, we 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 won't deviate from that uh, whatsoever. We'll we'll stay the stay the same. And next year it gets a little bit more interesting. Uh, as you, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but so D two alternates. Uh, the 3,200-meter race 
So, for example, this year, uh, D2AA actually raced their 3,200-meter run uh, first thing Wednesday morning, like at 8 in the morning. Um, And they rotate years, which means for Connor's senior year, Connor will get the opportunity to run the 3,200 first thing in the morning and then we'll run the other two events later on that afternoon, which is which makes things a little bit more easy. That that will certainly you want to go from sixteen to thirty two and from the podium to the check in tent. That's good. That's ideal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is he he swept these three events this year, and next year it's going to be an even an even easier setup for him. Theoretically, theoretically, right. Because, you know, you never know who's going to – that's the great thing about running or any sport. You know, some kid could be just like Connor was his sophomore year and just get mad and just completely dedicate himself to fixing all the little things that that he let kind of get away from him. And, you know, next year's another year. I mean, we're getting ready to start that very soon. And and there's always going to be – there's always going to be somebody that's there that wasn't there the year before so you know we we, will never take anything for granted and um and we always and we'll always look over our shoulder for you know somebody else coming along that that we didn't see it's interesting that you say you look over your shoulder in light of the picture that we've got with the story on the website of of connor doing that very thing (laughs) toward toward the tail end of that um 1600 meters um speaking on the parks motor sales hotline with brady henson the track and field and cross country coach at columbia academy and brady you know under normal circumstances we would be talking about a first year track athlete finishing second in the state in the 300 meter hurdles but clearly his teammate made this a not usual circumstance, but Collins Malone's performance this year has got to be something that as a track and field coach really makes you proud. Uh, Honestly, I I could not be any more proud uh, of an athlete other than my son now uh, of Collins. I mean, here, here is a guy that literally um, showed up and had, no track experience whatsoever, you know, and it's in his first race. He ran, I want to say he ran a 47 for his first 300 meter hurdle and then finishes the season with a state runner up and ran. Um, I want to say Collins ran like a 41 53. That's so exactly what he ran. Much, yeah. And so pretty much a, you know, close to a six second improvement over the course of a season and look, and, and that's in 300 meters, so that's significant. And Collins is just that kid that if you tell him what to do and you and you show him what to do and you give him instruction, he takes it in, he absorbs it, and he puts it to practical use. And, you know, any coach in the world would love to have that kind of kid um, to coach. And he really did everything that we asked of him. And at the end of the day, it, it turned out, you know, we expected him to be – looking at times and looking at seeds, we expected him to be in the top three uh, at the state and to finish as a runner-up. I mean, um, that was just phenomenal. Couldn't be any more proud of him and, and his work that he put in. And 
I guess with him being a, a three-sport athlete, you know, doing football and basketball as well, uh, he's relying a lot on just natural ability there. It, it's kind of tough to really attack the technical points with him with no more time than you have to work with him, I would guess. Is that fair? That is more than fair. Uh, <laughs> you know, he is an outstanding athlete, uh, and he he does, you know, he does have a lot of other commitments. And what we were able to do kind of like the last four weeks working with his, his dad, who, who was an amazing help as well, uh, he plays seven-on-seven football. So we were able to get a little bit more time with him going into the last four or five weeks of the season. And, and we were able to kind of work on the little technical things uh, on top of his natural ability. And, I, and those little technical things, you know, added up, you know, over eight hurdles. If you can shave off a quarter of a second, that's kind of a big deal for each hurdle. So we we worked on the small things. We tried we really tried not to overload him with a lot of major things. And we did what, what most coaches try to do all the time. And that's just work on the fundamentals. And if you can just work on the fundamentals, you'll really find out that that kids will get a little bit faster with each race because you're not putting a lot on them. You're just giving them the small little baby steps. And, and Collins did more than baby steps. Yeah, it was, it was clear that, uh, that he was doing something not necessarily that he's used to doing. I mean, when you are talking about a guy who's a novice at something and yet still goes out there and finishes as well as he as he did, you have to be really impressed with his his drive and uh, athleticism for sure. Completely, uh, Brady. We appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. Um, it's uh, it's always fun to talk about Connor and everybody else that you guys have over there. Uh, I know that cross-country season is going to be a lot of fun this year and we are looking forward to that as well um so we appreciate it and we uh hope that you will keep in touch and we will talk to you i'm sure if not over the summer certainly early in the fall uh, absolutely and appreciate you guys having me and appreciate all you do and i i don't know how you did it for spring fling but y'all did and your coverage was absolutely amazing so i think i speak for a lot of people, we appreciate what you guys do as well. Thank you, sir. We'll catch you up. Sounds great. Take care. All right. All right. That's Brady Henson, the Columbia Academy track and field coach. And this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is Trevecca baseball coach Chase Sane. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. sports and beyond 
It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Christian Mo Patton, the illustrious potentate coach Mike, and you again, the intern, Lawson. I'm always here now. You're just always here. Uh, we are excited because we have a very special guest with us in this first hour typically reserved for our prep sports but this is also a a local college hour and one of our local colleges here in middle tennessee are headed to the world series the ship it's going to be exciting as treveca nazarene is headed to the D2 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 National uh, World Series and on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with us this morning uh, is Chase Sane visiting with us uh, in this third segment sponsored by Zion Christian Academy. Our friends over at Zion Christian are happy to give you a tour. Just visit them at zioneagles.org or give them a call 931-388-5731 that's 388-5731 again just give them a call or visit zioneagles.org. Now, Chase Saint, head coach at Treveca, as he is on his way. Literally. Literally on his he, way. He's literally on his way to carry North Carolina for the D2 World Series. Coach Saint, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Appreciate you having me on. Oh, appreciate you taking some time with us. But at the same time, it's not like you got a whole lot to do. Where are you all right now? <laughs> We're, some, we're somewhere on I-40 in between Knoxville and Nashville. <laughs> okay, so you have so, gotten through Knoxville. Okay. Yeah, so, so we're, we're on the road. Okay. Well, great. Hey, um, congratulations, man. I mean, um, your first year as head coach after three years as, as an assistant there at Treveca, and all you do is take your program to the final eight. I mean, what <laughs> you're setting the bar, the bar pretty high. I know that's what everybody's saying. I know, like, like, how do you follow this up, right? It's it's been it's been a really fun year. I can tell you that it's been it's been different. You know, uh, obviously being the, uh, in my first year as a head coach, but but dealing with with you know going through the pandemic and and things that, that protocols that you have to go through and things like that. But but it, it's it's exciting, and this team is it's a special group of, of young men. There's no doubt. You guys um, won the Great Midwest Atlantic Athletic Conference, Great Midwest Athletic Conference tournament to advance. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. And kind of caught fire in the second half of the season, I guess. Is that um, is that how you would? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, we we played pretty consistent all year, really. To be honest, we had some. You know, there's there's times in in, in any uh, baseball season where you run into to uh, to some 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 grind moments where, where you have to grind it out, dealing with injuries and the things like that. But but you know, we like you said, we went to our, our conference tournament, our Great Midwest Conference tournament. We ended up winning the regular season and went in as the one seed and and took care of business in the tournament, won that, and then. And then went on to the uh, to the Midwest Regionals in um, at Lindenwood University up in right outside St. Louis and St. Charles, Missouri, um, and and 
played some really good teams in that region. Um, and when we knew that, you know, it's a really good region. Uh, most of the teams are more north of us. Um, but we have played uh, several of those teams in the regular season, uh, or a couple of them anyway. And ended up between us and Davenport, ironically, we, we had a, a, a weekend canceled on us early in the year. And I called Davenport, and they came down and played us early in the season. So it was kind of crazy that uh, – that it came down to us and them to, to, to the deciding factor of who was going on to the World Series. And it took us two games to get them on that Sunday, but we got them in game two, and, and here we are. Man, that, that's that's what you are uh, – that's what you're looking for right there. Is it just a chance, right? I mean, you, once you get there, taking advantage of it, and, and that's kind of what you dream of when you're a kid, having that, that last – you know, taking it all the way to the end, but – getting to the World Series with uh, with that late win. You guys are going to take on Tampa, and that game is scheduled for uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. That's, uh, right. It's going to be a lot of uh, – what do you know about them? Well, you know, it, it, Tampa is historically one of the best uh, programs in Division Two baseball. They, I think they've won the World Series eight times. Um, you know, so, so we, we got a tough task, obviously, but you know, it, it's like I've told everybody else going to the world series and, and you're one of eight teams left in the country. Uh, so, so everybody there is going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Tampa, Tampa is no different. I mean, they're a really well coached team. They're going to be really good on the mound. They're going to be really good offensively. Um, just well-rounded team. And then historically, like I said, just one of the, one of the better teams in, in Division Two for a long time, and um, but but you know I, I really feel good about our, our club and our, our our team. And if you're going to play one of the best teams in the country early, it's good to do it when you got one of your your best arms on the mound too. So we're excited about the opportunity. You know, it's interesting as we're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Treveca baseball coach Chase Sane. The Trojans headed to the NCAA Division II World Series starting this weekend over in Cary, North Carolina. Chase, it's interesting, as you look at this eight-team field, Tampa has played the fewest games of anybody in it. They are 20-4 and four coming into y'all's matchup. Um, Central Missouri's 43-6. and six. Seton Hill is 38-6. and six. Angelo State out of Texas is 42-7. and seven. You guys went 36-11. and 11. Wingate comes in at 34 and 12. New Hampshire University is 28 and 7, and Northwest Nazarene is 34 and 8. Tampa having only played 24 games. I mean, is that? Uh, I'm sure that's some kind of way pandemic related, but is that a deal where maybe they've not been as tested this year as they have been in other years? Yeah, it could have been. You know, everybody this year is really is really kind of crazy with with the pandemic and, and COVID going on. You know, Division Two cut our schedule down to forty games, so we usually play fifty. They cut us down to forty, and then in, in some different regions of of the country, you know, some teams just didn't have the opportunity. Some conferences didn't have the opportunity to play um, as many games. So, um, yeah, you know, Tampa. I, they didn't play as many games as everybody else in the field, but you know it's, it's it's all about getting hot at the right time. And and they went through a really tough league and and, and ended up making the regional and the South Regional, which is a really really good region tournament to be in. And they they got through that and, and played some pretty tight games. But you know at this point, it's like you know all that kind of 
in the past and and just kind of look ahead. It's really who who is hottest at the right time. And like I said, like you said, they're twenty four and, and six, I think, or twenty four and, and four, whatever their overall record is. And and you know we um, have gotten pretty hot, like we, we mentioned earlier in the year. We're, we're twenty one and four in our last twenty five games. So it's going to be a it, it's going to be a grind, like 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 I mentioned, but. Uh, no, it's, it's crazy how the, some of these records have looked overall, uh, really, overall this whole year and, and how many games everybody got to play. And, you know, you got to factor in weather, too, in some of this. You know, COVID in itself was hard uh, trying to trying to make sure we, we keep games on the schedule and keep teams on the schedule. But then you got you got weather and rain out and, and things like that, too. So uh, it was a grind of a season. There's no question. Scanning over your roster, Chase, a um, couple of kids of local interest for um, our area in particular. Um, freshman pitcher Davis Jackson, who played his high school ball at Summit, and freshman infielder Sean Wallwork, who played at Independence. Um, and from what I understand, both those guys are contributing quite a bit for you. Yeah, both of those guys are, are have helped us tremendously all year davis jackson on the mound is is a, a, a pitcher a guy that you can just really rely on he, he's gonna throw strikes he's gonna he's gonna compete his tail off um the good the good thing with davis is, is he's not gonna really overpower anybody with his fastball and that's okay he's not gonna blow it by anybody but what he does is he commands the, the all pitches two or three pitches for strikes and he can he can really throw them in any count and and, and, you know, one of the, the things that Davis does so well is that he, he can go fastball in and, and out and really spot it up. And, you know, that's hard to do at this level. And, man, having him and just knowing what, what he can bring to the table has been just outstanding for us all year. And he, but, but he's just a super competitor. And then so, so excited for him. He's had a great year and, and he pitched a really, really good game against Davenport in game one and kept an offense that had scored 16 runs two games before and, and 23 the game before that we got in there. He kept them down pretty much all game. And our offense struggled a little bit in that game. But Davis pitched probably one of the best games that, he, that he's thrown on year. Um, so so he's been awesome. And, and Sean Walwork is, is – is, he, buddy, you talk about dealing with some stuff. He, he has been injured – the last two years he's been here, he's had two hip labrum surgeries on the same hip. Um, and, you know, out of high school, man, he, he was highly recruited, um, you know, by a lot of different schools, a lot of Division One schools, ended up choosing Trebekah. And we knew what type of player Sean Walworth was. And, and if he could ever get healthy, we knew that he was going to be a big, big-time college player. And, and now that's starting to show because he, he – He's healthy now. He's playing first base for us. He's hitting in our two hole, and uh, just one of the best uh, college hitters I've seen at this level. And it's really just so his hand-eye coordination is unbelievable. So yeah, you couldn't mention both of those guys that have just been unbelievable for us all year. Sean Walwork hitting three forty three with thirty RBIs in thirty six games, eleven doubles, and forty six hits. So. Uh, that's awesome for the independence grad coach. We are up against the top of the hour and we hate to cut you off so short, but we do wish you good luck in the world series and, uh, bring home a championship. Guys, I appreciate it so much. Thanks for calling and, and, and go Trojans. 
keep an eye out on us. Hey, no doubt. We will certainly be doing that. All right, we will keep you up to date on Treveca and uh, their World Series trip. That was Coach Chase Sane on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. We are up against the top of the hour, so when we come back, we're going to keep talking a little baseball. we got Braves on the other side of the break, so stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio right after this. 